Welcome to the Neurotic Nourishment Podcast. I'm Dr. Lindsay Wisner, psychologist. I'm Sharon Sapir, a nutritionist. We want to make you think and laugh as we interview strong, sweary, powerful women about shit that matters. Today, we are so happy to have on Alice Chan, a New York City-based mom comedian who, in addition to performing all over the city, produces one of the most brilliant parent meetups I've ever heard of, a morning BYOB, that's bring your own baby, comedy show once a month. This funny lady also does great work for charity, and we just really like her and her mission to connect moms and dads through honesty and raw humor. And also for not running away when this episode took a weird turn as Lindsay unearthed a batshit crazy email. You can find Alice on Instagram at momcomnyc or on her website, momcom.co. Buckle up because this episode is crazy pants in the best way possible. Alice, thank you so much for joining us. We are very excited to chat with you about being a mom and having a business and all those other things. So thanks. Thanks, Lindsay. I'm excited to be here. Yes, we were. Do you want me to finish the story that I started before, by the way? About being, yes, yes. Okay. Lindsay was telling a really interesting story. <laughs> and Sharon was like, record. hold on, I'm hitting record. So last night I had um, a drink or two-ish. And I had a thought earlier in the day. We were, so I've been talking a lot lately about mental health and suicide awareness and yada, yada. And my son had a, don't worry, Alice, this will lighten up. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so my, I, my son had mentioned to me that he has some quiz on Friday for a health class. And I took it out to go over it like the good mom I am. And so I could have a drink later in the night. And so it was this pyramid of health. It's social, behavioral, mental. And I was like, holy shit, they've basically got a screening here for like depression that these kids are filling out in class. We should be using that. And so I, you know, uh, fast forward three hours after a drink or eight, and I decide to email his guidance counselor, young guy. I think he's young. I don't know. He's got a three-year-old son. So that qualifies him as young. He's probably book. 54, but okay. <laughs> he's not 54. Nice, you know, smart, whatever. I'm a big fan of his. <laughs> but so I was at work today waiting to, for a patient to come in and I get the call, a call from the middle school and I answer the phone. As soon as I see a, a, hear a man's voice, I know who it is because there's only two men that work there, I feel like. And so he's like, so I got your email and I didn't really understand it. I was like, oh, he goes, did you um, read it like after you sent it? I was like, no, I did not. Are you supposed to? I don't know, but I'm I guess when you're drunk emailing, you're supposed to. (laughs) I I don't even do it when I'm sober. I prefer cocktails and computers. Thank you. That's how we'll refer to it from here on in. So yeah, it went poorly. What am I doing? Yes. Yeah. Don't keep moving that. Sorry. (laughs) yeah you're pretty annoying so anyways that was my conversation about uh, with uh him and it went very well and he was very receptive to finding out what this is and I had to admit that I was upset last night when I emailed him because we all know that hysteria in women is a good cover for all flaws and it was better that than drunk so yeah yeah so now I don't want to go back and read it anyways are you sure you don't want to read it to us? I, yeah, I kind of want to hear yeah. it now. <laughs> I kind of do too. Okay, fine. 
I actually have a, a, another email that I was looking forward to finding a way to move into our conversation. And I think we will have to. So let me go to my sent mail on AOL. <laughs> I said, right. So I, sh <laughs> I should say that earlier in the day, or the day before, Hunter had asked me to take a picture of his, Hunter's my son, of his, some masks that he's been making. Okay. And so I did, and he wrote back, you look, oh, he looks so happy. And so my email to him 24 hours later, 20, 30 hours later, starts with, he is, I thought he was, I think he is. <laughs> Oh God, we, I know we were studying for the health test slash quiz he has on Friday, social slash mental slash physical Hunter didn't do fantastic, but he knew it. So dot, 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 possibly less valid parentheses to shrink parents, but theoretically you have a screening right there for kids who may be suffering now or in the future. Maybe if the teacher walked around a bit slowly to make sure <laughs> <laughs> make sure each student completed the assignment and had a cutoff number in mind. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. What's all the dot, dot, dots? Were you like trying to make it as suspenseful as possible? You wanted him on the edge of his seat? <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw it out there. Thanks again. He adores you. Exclamation point. <laughs> yes, you sounded legit crazy. <laughs> Oh my God, I needed that laugh so much. Aww. <laughs> so the moral of this story is um, don't drink and text teachers with brilliant ideas. <laughs> okay, so that, that's actually great. She's in tears right now, guys. <laughs> Lindsay is literally crying. <laughs> She's laughing so hard. Hopefully um, you don't start sobbing. Please don't start sobbing. I, I, I don't okay. know. It may come actually. Okay. But this is this is actually a great intro, Alice, to the BYOB <laughs> event. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was an amazing pivot. I would just like that like was that. an amazing pivot. And BYOB, that blew my mind. So Sharon was like, yeah, yeah. So Sharon likes to cram like yeah, the night cram. the day before, and all of a sudden she's like. BYOB, amazing. I was like, I've literally been talking to you about this woman for like a month. And I discovered BYOB and I was like, of course it stands for bring your own baby. <laughs> yeah. So it's um, actually for you listeners. And if you're in the New York area, uh, BYOB is, tell us what it is. Bring your own baby. <laughs> There was one who brought twins, so wow. you may bring more than one baby. BYOBs. Up to two babies. BYOBs, yeah. BYOBs. You should always bring more than one B, whether it be babies or bottles. That's my... Okay. Well, so tell us, tell us what it is exactly. I mean, aside okay. from bringing your own baby. Sure. Um, it is a stand-up comedy show, very curated by me and I host and produce it with, um, I, I host it with my longtime comedian partner. Uh, he's a dad and so he kind of gets it. And we have an hour show. We have usually four comics who have 
been on the team, uh, on the circuit for a while. Some have been on Conan, The View, Fox, uh, lots of New York festivals ranging from New York Festival to the Chicago Comedy Festival to She Double Laughing uh, Festival, Boston Comedy Festival, last uh, Comic Standing as well. So our comedians have pretty clean material to um, PG-18 material, but most of the audience, if they're not parents, they're newborns or babies who are up to maybe 12 months old. Wow. Sometimes we get a toddler, maybe a, a, a one, two-year-old, or maybe a four-year-old. And when we do, we're a little more careful with our language. So instead of, are we allowed to swear on this? Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I mean, Alice, you just gave away that you have not listened to a goddamn episode. Yeah, because all we do is <laughs> swear. All we do is swear. <laughs> oh, I think it's I in our intro. Guys. Oh, love you guys. Long time okay. fan, yeah. Yeah, so like... <laughs> I limit, I limit swearing. Um, some, you know, you can say fuck once if your joke really merits you to say fuck or asshole or shit, you can say it. If it doesn't really make a difference and you're going to get a laugh anyway, you can say hell or crap or poop. Right. But, um, they bring their babies or their toddlers. Some have come without babies. Yeah. That's what I'm doing on October 10th. Yeah. They, um, you could be a baby if you want. You know, I like or that plan. Bring your own bagel or whatever you want, but you should be a parent. Otherwise, it's kind of creepy if you're just like a single person. Very mm. weird and pedophile. Yeah, unless yeah. you want to hit on the moms, which I think we would all appreciate. Oh, that's yes. actually a good plan. But I know. One of my friends did ask, Are the moms hot? He's single. I'm like, <laughs> They are. It's Brooklyn. They're hot and they're breastfeeding, they're having their boobs <laughs> out. It's a great place for single people to be. In. Yeah. Totally. If it's um, for birth control, I would think. Yeah. But the moms aren't interested in any action. They're like all over their babies. So you probably won't get a response if you're a single guy coming in. Um, and then I, and I, you know what? And I bring cookies. I like cookies. Because I love moms. <laughs> and I, I have a lot of questions to ask you about them. the love for moms, but that's a whole other. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, actually- so, so we do a comedy show one hour. Everyone's getting, getting a laugh. It's like, relief it's stress it's adult time it's not sorry i don't like sing-alongs it's okay oh, i don't either i, I hate, hate that them. oh you know i hate molly mouse i don't know if you have that in brooklyn but she does the long island circuit i fucking hate molly mouse did you just shit on molly mouse you know do you like molly mouse i don't know who it is but i i, don't I know just i feel incredible empathy for her right now because you're just like shitting on her is she a real mouse. person a mouse. mouse yeah she's a real woman that goes around with this mouse that's like hiding in a hat it's like a puppet and the kids aren't old enough to I fucking hate Molly Mouse. I can't, you will, you will hate her too. Just whatever. Go with me on this one. Um, I hate her. Thank you, Alice, my true friend yeah. who has never listened to our show. Alice, <laughs> it's okay, really. Um, how, did, <laughs> how did you come up with this idea? Well, I was, um, I did improv and stand up before becoming a mom. And then I was pregnant with my first, he's five now. And I did some stand-up, but then it was really hard to get around to bars, like really seedy bars, being eight months pregnant. I can imagine that being like frowned upon. Yeah. In a sea of room of like lonely, aggressive white males that yes. just wanted to hear dick jokes, right? Yes. So I kind of just like backed out. I'm like, I'm not doing my comedy thing. I'm going to just be pregnant for another month. 
And then um, when he came out, I was like, I'm going to be the best mom ever. I'm going to take him to like sing-alongs. <laughs> I didn't know about Molly the Mouse back then, but uh. I was doing baby yoga and all these like baby and beast classes. And I was at a comedy for like three years. And then my second kid came. I'm like, holy shit. What have I done in the past three years? Yes. Survived? You survived. Right. Okay. I survived. <laughs> But what did I do for myself? Like, I know it's like, oh, but you're a mom. You have a full-time job. It's very important. Yeah, I know it's important, but you, sorry, I have to. I want to vomit and kill people. And so (laughs) I understand. You can't just be a mom these days. I agree. And well, you could if you want, but it also makes sense that since we're all older, more educated, in general, having babies, you know, later in life, we have interests and these things, um, brains. And so we want to use them. Well, I'd like to point out that I had a baby when I was 23. I'd like to kick you in the vagina, (laughs) but you're not in the same room as me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm upstairs. I'm like (laughs) on you right now. I don't think that was what she was asking. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I, I, Just wanted to point that out that I I still went out of my fucking mind, yeah. you know, even having kids younger. Yeah. Had to do something. Had yeah. To. Yeah. And I understand like what you were saying, Lindsay. You can be a mom and that's all you I don't want to sound negative, but to be honest, I think all moms need a goal. You I can't see. just be a mom. Sorry. If it's, it's a yeah. I don't know, traveling, or you want to write a book, or you want to write a screenplay, or you want something. You can't just be a mom. There's- I agree. And I think my Facebook, I think the Facebook, according to the Facebook community, the other moms agree too. But we're, you know, because there's a lot of pyramids, not pyramid schemes, sorry, Rodan and Fields, MLM marketing. What is that? A middle level marketing or something like that. And yeah, it is a fucking scheme. I'll yeah, I want to say, I think pyramid, I think, yeah. honestly. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I, you know, I, I, because Lindsay, you're in the PTA, I won't touch the PTA with a 10 foot pole. Um, would you say that a lot of moms who are like hyper focused and involved in the PTA are just kind of channeling that part of them that needs to do something else, but it's still related to the kids. So they kind of like, justify it because I just I see intensity there that scares me (laughs) so there are some scary mean girls in probably every PTA every town (laughs) I don't know how much longer they're gonna let me stay in the PTA (laughs) side note there was a discussion about um, social media posts at a meeting earlier. Oh, uh, Lindsay's whoa. big on social media posts. No, so that think, was directed at you. Um, I don't even well, know what they said. And in case that was not clear, they said, she said, no matter what our day job, whether it be therapist or psychologist <laughs> or Lindsay, I was like, um, I think, I think, uh, uh, okay. And I have yet to work up the balls to directly email and be like, is there something specific that I said? And yesterday I was in the mood where I would have been like, fuck it, I quit. And I like the PTA, but it's not my only hobby and it's not my job. Anyway, sorry for that long rant. I have a lot of people to hate right now. Ultimately, I think we're all in agreement that for us, it makes us feel better to do things that 
to have goals, to have purpose, Mm -hmm. uh, rather than selling that overpriced, bizarre, it's not Lulu, Lulu something, whatever. Lululemon? No, Lululemon is decent. And I would respect any woman that was trying to sell me that. And I would buy it. I will buy it. I will buy that shit. Give me a discount. Yes. I was thinking, what is it? Lulu Roche, Roche, something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But so basically you were like, I need to get off my ass and do something. Oh, well, I was feeling a void. I wasn't fulfilled and I didn't know what it was. I was like, I'm very happy being a mother. Okay. I'm, I love my kids. And, but what am I, why am I restless? I, I feel like I'm not being Alice. And so then I start going to open mics. Very, I was very uncomfortable. And when I first got my laugh, I was like, oh, yeah, I feel like Alice again. Oh, this is what was missing. But I have this baby with me all the time during the day. So why don't I just bring the baby and do some stand-up? But what? there's no stand-up in the mornings. There should no be. One does there is now. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, you know what? And, and people weren't calling me because they're like, uh, you've been out of the circuit for a while, lady. Like, and what do you have? Like, just mom jokes? So I wasn't getting called for shows. I'm like, fuck it. I'm funny and I can curate people for a good show. I'm going to produce my own show. Yeah, every time you say curate or curate, I have no idea what that means. So is it finding them? Yeah, like choosing them, like being selective. Yes, being very selective of whom you want on stage. Uh, So... I started my first show and I begged all my friends to come. So I had like seven people there and seven babies and half of them were my friends. And then it just grew from there every month. Like this bookstore, this local bookstore, like two blocks from my house gave me the chance because they kind of like do like quirky kind of stuff. And they said, yeah, let's do it. And we did the first show. We had a good response. And now it's just been like on autopilot, whereas every month people expect it and it's, uh, I don't really have to advertise it anymore. It's just like, they know it's coming every second Thursday of the month. That's fantastic. You know, what I think is interesting is when, so can I say I was curating you? Uh Okay. I don't think I'm- You curate the people for your podcast? Yes. That is what I do. So (laughs) of course I knew that all along. You know, we were talking back and forth about I guess, juggling schedules and nap times and whatnot. And you said something that really struck me because, you know, you've got a, you are an experienced comic. You've got a, you know, a a large social media following and you were like, oh, it's, you know, that's my side gig or something. And which led us to the discussion of, fuck, like why do none of us as moms, you know, why is, why is mom our number one job? Because you can bet your ass that's not, my husband doesn't introduce himself by being like, oh, I'm a dad. And, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, that's true. It's, Hi, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm Alice. I'm a mom of two. Right. And I also don't know how you manage to spend that much time with other moms. I really didn't like women very much. I don't know how Sharon and I get along so well. Um, I'm like in shock right well, now. But yeah. Why? About what part? I didn't know you didn't like women. You yeah. have friends. And like, why wouldn't you like women? Women I, are awesome. You're just very selective, right? Yeah. You seem like a very selective person. I, just, I don't like women. You, I, cur- you curate. I like their, because normally I like their husbands more. And then mm. you can't, you know, like now we're all married and coupled. And like, yeah. if I don't like the hus- the wife, my 
husband's not going to want to fill in the blanks and talk to her. So I want to talk to the husband if he's interesting. I like women more than their husbands. Yeah, me too. I don't want their husbands to come out. That's why we don't do double dates. I just want to hang out with the women. Yeah. Women Mm -hmm. are, are, I love women. Well, here, I have a theory, Lindsay. I don't know if you're going to like this and we might need to edit this out. Um, <laughs> you're 100% right, but I don't, I'm not going to edit it out. I don't give a fuck. They don't, yeah. So I think that like women, My, women are, and this is, this sounds very stereotypical and like I just set us back 50 years, but women are more right-brained and emotional t- usually yep. than men. Uh, and I think that Lindsay, you have so much of that, that you're just trying to balance it out with the more left brain, less emotional person. I have a lot of emotions. That is true. Yeah. You're, oh. you're, you're very, very right brained, emotional. I and- thought you were going somewhere else. Okay. I thought, I thought Sharon, you were going to say she was very left brain no not as emotional no she's the opposite she's super like of all my friends like me and Lindsay have have a very interesting close but like intertwined and more on the dramatic side relationship because (laughs) you totally misunderstood that we're we're dealing with more emotions I think I like feel like a man sometimes when I'm with you because I'm like, I feel like I'm like the, I really want to make a strap on joke, but I think it'll get like, I think that's taking it a little <laughs> do too it. Far. Do I, it. I, I think yeah. I just did. That was my strap on joke. Okay. That was- yeah. <laughs> I wear the strap on in our relationship. Yes, I, exactly. <laughs> so, so that's what you need, Lindsay. I think you need, um, let's talk about you, Lindsay. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> I'm going to lay down. <laughs> you do need women friends, but it's a type of woman friend that is less right brain. And yes. Sharon, you have this energy about you. You're kind of like, you're not pretty, but mm. you're also Tom. She's so pretty, I know. And you're like assertive and you're not like, you don't look, you don't have crazy eyes. I do. You can't tell because of my glasses. Oh, yes, yeah. she does. <laughs> I just made crazy eyes at uh, Alice to scare her. No, so you <laughs> have like really warm eyes. Oh, I have a more, I, I'm pretty steady. Stop hitting say. on my girlfriend. Now. I know, I like this. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Lindsay's gonna <laughs> exactly. This is our relationship. Is this story? Is this like the kind of thing I should be storying? Sharon's trying to teach me how to Instagram better. <laughs> our relationship. And actually, yesterday, so here's the other thing. So Sharon and I, if we one of us misinterprets something, we'll just yeah. yell at the other person, and then it turns out we're both saying the same thing. Right. Like I'm very direct. Like I'm yeah, scary direct. Kind of like you, men are. Like a man. Yeah. yeah. I think that's why Lindsay and you get along because you're kind of yeah. like a man. Yeah. But I'm I'll take it. Direct. Yeah. I am super fucking. But you're blinded. super sensitive at the same Liz, time. Is yes, but only my yeah. friends know that. Yes. I am super. <laughs> sad, but like there's no delay from brain to mouth or apparently brain to fingers as evidenced by that email. Yeah. Yes. And I absolutely um, am sensitive and my friends actually, with the exception, sorry, not Sharon, but other, she'll yell at me. She's yelling at me for touching the mic again. I, I will say like a lot of my close friends are very strong, assertive, direct women mm-hmm. that, as I like to say, they'll, they'll talk shit about me to my face. And yeah. then they, I, you know, Sharon doesn't like this expression and then defend me behind my back. I know, but my point is I want someone to tell me if I'm doing something wrong. You like the honesty approach like you don't you want direct right I do want direct yeah yeah so that's what a lot of my friends are it's funny because Thursdays I guess are not my 
day. I don't excel on Thursdays, which is good that that's when we podcast. Today's Thursday, yeah. I know, I know. It's a shame. <laughs> so last Thursday, I actually, and I've saved this and not told Sharon this story for the purpose of, I was like hoping I could find a way to work this in and I'm going to. So I was, because I was thinking about like how you handle that many moms in one room. Yeah. I did stroller strides for a little bit where you walk around Long Island malls and exercise and do squats as you're pushing a stroller. <gasps> That's a real thing in Long Island. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Sorry. Yeah. I, that made me queasy. Yeah. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I, I, I kept going. Good for you. Let's yeah. Go. Commitment. I, yep. Yeah. I kept going. I, met, I found one friend and I loved her to death and she was very Sharon like come to think of it. And then basically when our kids started school, it was like the distance was too far. Oh. He's in Oceanside, by the way, which is like, it's a 10 minute car ride, but it was oh, you know, in suburbia. That in might suburbia. as well be like across the country. <laughs> right. Because nap times and like her, yeah. her second kid was six months older than mine. And then she had a third. And so it was basically <gasps> like she spoke a different language. We yeah. Don't, Once she has that, that third kid. I yeah. agree. Right. Are you two kid, Lindsay, or one kid? I am two kid. I have an okay. eight-year-old girl and a 10-year-old boy. Okay. And Sharon also has two children, similar. Two. Okay, we're all twos. Yeah, so mm -hmm. this is going to work. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> we can be friends. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I know, and no one's currently pregnant right now, right? No. Okay, no. good. No. Although we did speak to a psychic once that said one of us is going to have another She child. said you. Um, oh. it, but it's funny because my husband is the one who is begging me for a third like begging me and begging I just you? I don't want to do it my husband is refused I, adamantly refusing I don't want to do it and it's like the wow. the guilt of like when your husband's asking you and you don't want to do it I feel like it's worse than when like you want another one yeah. and your husband like it's like a it's a weird role reversal yeah. and it feels terrible why does he want a third so badly? He's he starting an army. <laughs> he wants a soccer team now. Um, he he loves babies and he loves little kids. <laughs> he loves babies and little kids. But he, he never, he, yeah, he never had to, like, so he did investment banking when our, well, he does oh. investment banking, but he did like crazy investment banking when yeah. my little ones were little. Yeah. And the only time he really saw them was like to play Bye. with them. Like, yeah. or, or he, he was good on night duty actually with a second one. Cause I was by then I was not functioning. So yeah. he had to, um, but he, he, he's never really done like crazy grunt work, you know, yeah. that's required as a mom. And he's like, I'll like, do it now. I'll do it. Like, I'll yeah. help you out. I'll do anything. Mm -hmm. But I don't trust him because he said he'd walk the dog twice a day when we got yeah. the dog and that lasted for three <laughs> yeah. months. So that's fuck funny. that shit. Like, yeah. you know, unless I want the baby. But you I don't want wow. the baby. And also we'll have to stop being friends. True. Cause I'll be in the third baby. Mm -hmm. I'll be in the third. You have to find new friends. And True. I really, I still, listen, I still miss my other friend, Sarah. So you can't do it. Okay. It's a thing. But so last Thursday sucked. Actually, that's not true. Last Thursday was okay, but it was bizarre because right before we were podcasting, I got this text from this, this guy that I haven't spoken to in, in, it was a Facebook message actually. And he's like, Hey, I, t I think I told you this part, Jerome. Yeah, you did. Right. I had gone to high school with him and we had like kept in touch off and on. And he was basically like, Hey, I, you know, I, I unfriended you for four years ago, four and a half years ago <laughs> because of my soon to be ex-wife. So, but I'd love to be your friend again. I was like, sure. Great guy. Love him. Yeah. 
didn't notice that he was um, that he had unfriended me because his wife was always a little I wasn't a huge fan of her mm -hmm. and she really wasn't a fan of me. And so it, it's, you know, I, I thought he started making some questionable decisions. Um, like he discovered religion hardcore. And this was a guy that had been atheist since he was 16, 17. And like, remember I'm old. So this was a long time ago. Anyhow, I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, of course, great to hear from you. We touched base for a little while. I think he might be listening to our podcast, which is a shame, but I'm going to do this anyway. And do it. Friday morning, yeah. I woke up to another Facebook message from his wife. <gasps> yes. It was going. so fucking fantastic. <laughs> Aren't you happy I pulled this out, Sharon? I, I'm so I'm impressed with you right now, Lindsay. Week. I mean, so I would like to read it to you. Oh, please. And I, I, I would <laughs> love your feedback, ladies. <laughs> I will also read you what I sent her in yes. return. Okay, this is so exciting, right? Yes. <clears throat> it starts with, and I will prove it to you guys that this is how it starts. Oh my God, okay. This is when you put the dot, 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 Lindsay. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's she did this. not use a dot, 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 oh but I will. Just for the record, you... And it's the letter U, which really irritates me. <laughs> Sorry. You are a fucking cunt. <laughs> if you want an opening, that is it, baby. Uh, she goes on to say that her former husband encouraged me to believe, or so-and-so, who you encouraged to believe that I was all of his problems. Yeah, right. You are a disgusting bitch that got some sort of kick out of getting him all worked up and indignant for fucking years. I want to pause and just clarify. There was never a romantic relationship with this guy, which, I mean, great guy, adore him. He's known my boyfriends throughout the years. But I've seen him twice since high school. Twice. This is so good. I know. You are a disgusting bitch that got some sort of kick out of getting him all worked up and indignant for years. Did you ever for once stop to think about how he then decided I deserve to be treated? Did you ever think that maybe I wasn't a total monster? I stood by him and supported him for 13 years. You, the fucking letter, and by the way, every time she does this, it's a you, which really pisses me off, fine. <laughs> You helped make my life shit for a few years, and now you have your little puppet back, and I hope you fuck his next chick as hard as you fucked me, you petty little booze hound. <laughs> so I will give her a point oh. for petty little booze hound because, of, as you both know, I do like my booze. But I am not petty. No, wait, it's wow. not done. It's not done. It's not done. I feel sorry for your children. <gasps> she, she, did not. She, she did not. She did not. She did. That is low. It is low. super low. And from what Blank told me, and he told me you were exactly like your mother, whatever that means. By the way, that is like the testicles. That is like the kick in the testicles. You are a horrible mom, and I'm sure a subpar wife. Oh. I would. I wish there was a way that I could alert the psychological community of the type of shit you said. Like when you said that you could manipulate me into liking you, 
and thinking I wanted control? Well, you fucking failed at that. I see you for the broken, self-hating little pillow biter that you are. (laughs) Yeah, who I've never heard. I had to fucking boog it. And I hope that you have the life you deserve. So I will tell you, this was just fan. I was like, I don't even know what to, you know, and then when I went to respond, she blocked me. (laughs) Fortunately, I have a secret account. (laughs) Of course you do, Lindsay. Well, I have a secret account so that I, because there's this crazy man in our community that blocked me long ago. (laughs) And every time he posts something, people will like be like oh my god did you see and I'm like no I didn't see (laughs) so now I have a secret account so I can see what he's anyway so I sent my response to her from the secret account but I had to google pillow Pillow biter okay so let's take some guess what do you think it means someone who's like so nervous and anxious and just needs to grab the pillow at night and can't sleep what's a pillow drooler because that's what I am (laughs) (laughs) I yeah uh it's incorrect Sharon your turn I'll be Um, points for correct answers I mean I'm with Alice on this one I thought it was somebody who's just like a little like neurotic mess (laughs) so the funny thing is that would be totally accurate (laughs) I mean if she said that I would have been like I would have given her a third point for that response because fantastic I am impressed with you no it's actually a gay slur no that's even like low like she hit your kids your mom now the gay community really but it's a gay male slur so that's you know it was very confusing yeah I was impressed with that I do like booze hound points for use of that word which has not been used since like the 40s yeah I was very impressed. And this is why girls, women suck. This is my- No, she does not represent women. And if you think that that's going to hold women back, you can't think that. You can't. I mean, it's like, what are we doing, Lindsay? We're getting powerful, badass women on this podcast. And it's, it's, this is what it's about. It's not about the, the chick on the end of the bell curve. Who's just, you know, Fans crazy. And, yes. and, and first of all, look at, I mean, aside from the capital U. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am a great, I'm a writer and I am a grammar issue. So grammar snob. Grammar um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but ESL, I'm an ESL kid. I wouldn't even write you with mm-hmm. the letter U. Okay. It deserves. Oh, a- what would you write? Y-O-U. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. No, I thought you had- <laughs> Like I have another. I thought it was. I don't know what I thought. Yeah, okay. like a baby. You maybe a Y Y O O Y O O exactly. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry, but the whole letter is just attacking you. Any yeah. dignified, empowered, strong, yeah. secured woman would not even Facebook message you. Exactly. It's so it would have been an issue between him and her, not I- you and her. Also, I mean, literally, I've seen this guy twice since high school. Not, not at all for yeah. the last 13 years. The last time we saw each other, we were 21, 22. It was before I met my husband. So we're going back 18 years ago. And yet I destroyed her marriage. Thank you very and much. It makes me wonder, does she even write to the correct person? <laughs> so did she address you by your name or are you just yeah, is you? This, is this somebody else or does she like group blast? 
25 different women on his Facebook list. Ooh, that's no. because I confirmed with him, apparently. I was like I? a huge I the letter was a huge fa- a huge issue in their marriage for some period of time. Wait, but this is getting a little bit weird now because was he infatuated with you? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. At this point, yeah. this is getting weird. No, it's just getting weird now. Wasn't I, weird I, before. I'm sorry. I think he's. I no. I don't think he was. I think he feels the same friendliness to me i think she like isolated him like a um uh wife abuser like like a domestic violence you know perpetrator i think she isolated him to the point where like she apparently i wasn't the only friend that he had to unfriend on facebook or stop speaking to apparently there were several of us but i was the only woman i believe yeah um does he know about this? Yes, he does. Because I was like, uh, you know, like confused puppy dog head tilt. And I was like, I, he- I heard from your wife. And he's like, I can't imagine that went well. I was like, it, it really uh, did not, I guess. And I, yeah. you know, and eventually he asked and I did send it to him. And I sent him what my reply was going to be. And then he said, do you want me to make sure she gets it? And I was like, I fuck no i actually don't want you to be involved nor do i want to be involved yeah. in no there's no point with somebody this kind um, of far gone there's right no point. it uh, was did, yeah did you res- so you responded i right? responded i did i'm looking for it because i do think it's worth wait did you tell scott that did not go well okay that I did not go so. well i did right. tell scott and it did not go well mm. he Maybe um scott was upset Yes. Scott, my husband, actually, he was upset that I wasn't more upset with her. My, you know. Because none of it is true, except the petty booze hound. Right. That's true. That's (laughs) totally true. That's true. No, I'm not a gay man. So the pillow biting is confusing. Uh, Yeah, I did tell him he was really not happy. And he was unhappy that I wasn't angrier at my high school friends. The The guy. Yes. He felt like he had betrayed me with several... Uh, of these things because I do have an issue with my mother and she knew where to, you know, nail me in the groin. Oh, So that, and so that, and then I think the petty booze hound, he was like, well, how'd she know that? I'm like, yeah, that's true. I have to agree with Scott. Mm -hmm. She knew a little too much about you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But also they were married for 13 years, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, apparently it's been, I don't fucking know. I listen, I ended up agreeing, siding with him. And, you know, he was like, you should be angry. You should unfriend well, him. I was like, well, that's just like literally, we're just doing a total, you know, like circular, par- circular yeah. ending on this one then. Yeah. But just be on guard. Just now you know that, you know, he did betray your trust because she knew too much. So just be on guard. It doesn't mean you can't be friends. You don't have to unfriend, but just have your guard up. Listen, so I told him. I told him she is very wise. It's annoying, right? Wise and pretty. I know. Oh, keep talking. I'm actually not allowed to call her pretty any, anymore. So you I'm can. saying that to piss you off, Lindsay. Okay. No, it won't. No, but I'm not allowed to call her pretty. She says. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. I listen. I, I support my husband, and I want to make him comfortable. And this is sort of a ridiculous situation. And I was angry because he wasn't reacting to it with amusement. 
you know, <laughs> but really he was looking out for me. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You Someone's know, heard, like he doesn't like someone saying mean things about his petty little boost hound wife. Yeah. Exactly. And you know what? My argument was like, does she really know I'm still a petty little boost hound or is she thinking of 22 year old Lindsay? Yeah, that's different. It is, but apparently it's not that much different since we started this episode with my drunken email (laughs) that's just a coincidence it is just a coincidence it's fucking thursdays they're killing me so i did have a um uh my response and i do think it's worth reading because i'm gonna elevate women everywhere good finally (laughs) fuck you bitch Dot, 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 dot. (laughs) hold on there are no dot oh there is one i'm Uh, sorry okay Good morning. And can I just say, wow? I mean, really. Good morning. Good morning. This was a lot to wake up to, especially considering it involved a long lost friend and his wife, who I did, in fact, try to make like me. And yet, for reasons I've never understood, hated me from the start. And that, uh, sorry, I'm skipping over a part because it's. Uh, we ha- uh, I mentioned that I had had a really long crappy day yesterday because I had been working with several suicidal patients. And then this morning I woke up to your message. Listen, I can tell how much you are hurting by how much you have tried to hurt me by what you wrote. You made excellent choices, by the way, in comparing me to my mother and denigrating me as a wife, mom, and psychologist. <laughs> Parentheses, I would have chosen different diction than booze hound and pillow biter, though. The former is very film noir-esque. Although I have to say, pause, I have come to really like the, the phrase booze hound. The more we, petty booze hound, the more we say it, the more it's really. It's grown on me too. Uh, right? I know. You could just call, I think that should be like my new name, petty little booze hound. Your little nickname. <laughs> oh, you petty little booze hound. Oh, so cute. He's <laughs> <It's> adorable. <laughs> So I said the former is very film noir-esque and the latter I actually had to Google exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) It was cool to learn a new word, although I'm hesitant to incorporate a new word that is yet another homosexual slight into my vocabulary. Hope you understand. End parentheses. The truth is I have never understood in the past and still now today remain confused as to what I have done to hurt you and or make you hurt me this much. I am sorry. And I am sorry if I ever did something that brought trouble in your life or your marriage, although it seems unlikely, but I'm sure there were times I shared my opinion and it conflicted with yours, but it was never my intention to hurt you. It was never my intention to hurt your relationship. I was sorry to hear about your separation because it sucks to lose someone that you once loved and I wouldn't want that for anyone. I am sorry you are hurting now and I hope things get better for you. I really do. I'll say it again. If I've hurt you in the past, I apologize. I would ask for your forgiveness, but dot, dot, dot. Judging by the general gist of this message, I'm guessing you would refuse. By the way, just as an aside, it's a lot to tell someone, quote, I hope you have the life you deserve. We all get through shit. We all get dealt shit in life, sometimes really bad shit. And I'm not sure anyone ever, quote, deserves to feel awful or broken or lost. I would like to think we can each have the life we make for ourselves, regardless of the hand we have been dealt and or any poor decisions we have made in the past. And then I had to sign it because recall I had sent it from a fake account. So it, it was pretty good until that point. And that was my response. Wow, bravo. Yeah. How classy and eloquent. I love and it. It's such a surprise that. So much compassion in there. 
Thank you. See, and I cannot go a day without saying the word fuck. However, I managed some grace in the moment. So. You did. And you've probably said pillow biter like six times already in your podcast. <laughs> Valid, but let me assure you, I have not said that word. But like, we love gay people. We yeah. love gay people. We, we love, gay, love people. All gay people. We love people. And right. If gay, right. We can't stereotype either, no. but yeah. I have to say, I have not to, I, it's not like I've met thousands of gay people. I mean, we're in suburban Long Island. Right. Like I, this is kind of funny and I, God, I hope she's not listening or so I. No one's listening. It's okay. Okay. I have a friend whose husband, the I missed, like I've seen him once or twice from afar and thought he was a gay person in our town and got I know so exactly excited who you're talking about I know exactly <laughs> and I was like yes we have a gay person I need to go introduce myself and then I was like oh no it's just so and so and <laughs> um and let oh. me tell you something that is a that is a case of gay or foreign I'm pretty sure oh, no I, I know it's exactly it's just that it's hyper metro it's not but I, I just got my hopes <laughs> up so much I really need to uh that's fine that's how I felt a few years ago when there were two men in, in a writing celebration. And I was like, oh, we finally, also because my husband didn't want me to tell kids that about that gay people existed. Oh, let's uh, dissect that a little later. Uh, well, what? Let me just say, he also didn't want the kids to know that there were people that weren't Jewish. Okay. <laughs> and I, oh. He's very much like keep them in the little bubble. And so really? his point was like, when they bring it home to us, we answer questions. Which is he just made Ari seem like so liberal right now. My like conservative (laughs) husband now just got like one bajillion, you know, liberal points. I (laughs) thanks for that, Lindsay. Oh my god, he's so he's adorable and I love him and he's the best dad, but he fortunately doesn't listen to any of my podcasts. I am I neither. I made the mistake of playing him our new intro and he was really Oh, and I got mad at you for that. I was like, "Why would you play it for him? He is not our target audience. He's not an empowered <laughs> woman who, you know, is a mom and doing other things with her life. Why? Why, Lindsay?" Yeah, that's how that went. So, yeah, but um he was very put off by the intro and I was like, "Okay, but now he's cute. He calls He's listening to TED Talks. He calls them podcasts. And he's like, I was like, you know, my TED podcast. I was like, oh, <laughs> and then he's like, you should do a TED Talk. And I was like, yeah, you should. Yeah. yeah. He, um, he, do it. Okay, so we all know what TED Talks are. And like, you know, I'll totally do that right after I run for president. So it next Thursday. Next. Schedule it in. So if you want to send me a nasty email, you know how to do it. I am sort of bum shit and email me, actually. Anyways, the point is, Alice, you have met some nice moms and you would like to get more. <laughs> circle back to Alice and moms now. Alice and moms. You don't hate women the way I, love I do. The segue. Yeah. 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 You don't hate women the way I do. You help moms. I love moms. I fucking I, why we're like the craziest, especially newborn moms. No. I, I used to not like moms when I was single and I like that mom's so bitchy with her stroller if she has a stroller with a baby she shouldn't be in the city (laughs) and I'm like in Brooklyn like excuse me like hold the door open for me I have a stroller here yeah I'm a mom um I just love moms you know why because we have so much power we are like you know the bond between a mom and her son not saying that there's a very important bond between the mom and her daughter. I'm saying because I'm, I'm a boy. No, I totally agree. My son loves me. So my daughter would toss me aside for a purse. And my son is like, oh, 
the 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 boys need this i i read this this meg meeker do you know meg meeker i do not she wrote a book would she come on our podcast though (laughs) yeah maybe next thursday right after the ted talk totally okay (laughs) she wrote a strong strong fathers strong daughters and it did so well she wrote strong moms strong sons or is it the other way around sorry meg but i read it and it said the the whole thing i read (laughs) most of it and it was, the, it was the important the important part that I got, and you don't have to read it. I'll give you the like the the, 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 the close notes. It's the the boy, the, your son just needs love, just to know that he is loved by his mother first and foremost, to give him the foundation for anything else that comes after that. He need, of course he needs his dad's love, and you know. Like, do you not notice when you meet a guy who's messed up? I don't know, serial killer, maybe like. Yeah, I got a lot of those. Yeah. You know, okay. <laughs> or, or a guy that's just not good with relationships or just like, just totally messed up. It's usually from the bond he had with his mom, the way he views women, right? It comes from. I'll go along. I, I, it could, in theory, I'll go along with uh, it. Massage, misogynist, male, like chauvinist, or men who hate women who want to kill women. Um, it's all, or disrespect women, or like wants to go to a stripper's bar because he objectifies women. Nothing wrong with going to. Yeah, watch where you. Yeah, you know what I think. I think that it could go either way. It could be a mom thing, or it could be that their dad was a really shit person. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like both parents play a key role. I think moms play a huge role. I'm not saying more of a role than a dad, but a very important role because we are bringing these kids up. Most of us are at home um, doing other things, but really guiding our children. But our What's important is that the moms are guiding these kids through their love. It's like the sons need to know that they're loved. It's not just saying, I love you, I love you. They have to know that they're loved to have that confidence. I agree, but I also think, Alice, it is going to blow your mind when your kids are both in school. Why? Oh, because she'll have so much when, free time. Yes, and the wor- in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, it was never yeah. too much. No, no, no. Yeah. And the world will be open. But wait, do you think that having a side thing, either a job or a goal or a hobby makes it easier for you to love your kids? Well, I'm not saying like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying be with your kid all the time, 24 seven and do everything with them. It's just sometimes just a look in the eye. Like when you pick them up from school or if they're like at the, at the park across from you and they're looking at you and you look at them and they know that you just love them. That's Aww. all you need to feel secure. You don't have to, like, you could be traveling, working seven days a week, and you come home and you spend that 30 minutes of quality time with your son. You could be watching TV and then giving him, like, cupcakes, but he may not feel the love. It's different interpretations, but the kid must feel that he is loved by the mom. I, I love you, I love you, I love you. Here's, I love you, no. I love you, kissing you, kissing you. No, it's not about that. It's knowing that he is loved by his mom. And 
they look at their dads as uh, they need approval for their dads. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, we one Hunter and I had a very good moment where we had had a shit afternoon, and then I put him in the car and was dropping him off at Hebrew school, and he knew I was pissed off at him. And right before he went, so he starts walking inside, and I called him back, and I was like, "Listen," I was like, "Hey." I love you. And he had this huge smile because mommy still loves him, even though I'm being a shit. Yeah. I agree. It's about those special connecting moments. Can I demonstrate to you through a story that I did not share on Instagram, but I will share it on the podcast, how I love my kid. I wish you had, could show your phone with you. Can you show it to her? uh, It's going to be, okay. Well, I'll, I'll say it first. So I have two girls. I have a 10 year old and a seven year old and the, they're completely different. Can we vote to post it? No. no. And the seven-year-old is, she's almost like a, like a little scary mature sometimes. Like sometimes I feel like she's my 45-year-old accountant. Like she's not like a real <laughs> child. Like uh, she's so much more organ. Her IQ is, must be higher than mine. It's just like, she's just smarter. What can I do? It's, my daughter you know, also. Yeah. It's statistics, right? Uh, but she had a freak out moment. She didn't want to go to Hebrew school and <laughs> it's fucking Hebrew school, man. Yeah, I know. And I was like, you know, I have to put my foot down and show her that I'm still the mom and there's yeah. still th- things we have to do, even when we don't want to do them, because that's life. Like I can't, the world's not going to bend to your, you know, wants. So I ended up having to drag her to the car. Like I had to flip her upside down and carry her to the car. As I'm trying to get her to the car, she's kicking me in the face with one foot and biting my knuckles with her, you know, she's biting my knuckles. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like, first of all, this is not her regular behavior. So I'm like, she's she's an angel, this kid, or not, yes, or, or maybe not. And and I'm thinking like, this is hurting me so much, but I love her so much. I will not drop her on her head over concrete. <laughs> but there's video. There is video she because video. my doorbell camera caught it. But oh it's, it's a little bit blurry. But I was just like thinking after like, that is a testament to how much I love my love, kid yeah. because I'm a baby when it comes to pain and that Biting, hurt kick in the head. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like suffering cause I did not, I loved her. I didn't want to hurt her. I didn't want her to fall on her head. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's like, I'm patting myself on the back, dude. <laughs> Good yeah. for you. Lack of concrete to head. I mean, yeah. obviously you love her. You, you have, have her in Hebrew school. Yes. <laughs> that way she can yeah, learn all the suffering we've done. Exactly. I'm not, yeah, I don't, I don't want to dismiss dads. Dads play a yeah. huge role, but um, I'm just They're not our listeners. We don't give a fuck about it's them. It's okay. 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 So that's <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our husbands don't even listen. So. I, just Moms are so fucking strong. I don't yeah. care if you like had a surrogate baby or IVF baby. I mean, going through that journey, just carrying mm. the baby or just, and then trying to figure out breastfeeding and oh, feeding the baby and then torture. the mom guilt. <gasps> I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Oh, um, I agree. One more question before we wrap it up because I do have Hebrew school tonight. Actually, uh, <laughs> we just got Lindsay's stressed like, out. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, so, Alice, I am actually. I wrote a self help book on happiness with um, co-author Selene Castrovia, and then we have twenty four ish expert writers. Sharon is one of them discussing. Yeah. Yeah, the book details sort of 10 steps to find happiness and with 24 other writers talking about how they find happiness and a little bit about their field. And so we have started sort of closing our podcast by asking our guests, aka you, 
how you define happiness. Oh, wow. Um, I define happiness uh, feeling like your whole self, uh, nice. whether uh, doing what you love and just having a purpose and like feeling yes. like you have purpose. And um, at the end of the we day, like yeah, whether you've yelled at your kids or like, were exhausted like yesterday was really haggard and it, I, I yelled a little bit too much but at the end of the day you have to just reassess and well like you know did I live my day like with purpose did I do things that was really me like for me like did I, I don't like being fake and I don't like you know if I don't want to mingle with someone I'm not going to mingle with someone just be yourself like at the end of the day were you really true to yourself are you you and did you live your life your daily with purpose Lindsay purpose and authenticity those are the two things that I always think I purpose and authenticity authenticity yeah I'm just a petty little boo sound so yeah who who admit that I love my petty little boo sound I love you too you're not you're not being fraudulent saying no I don't drink like you're not trying to have this facade you admit that you're proud of it so that's good Alice thank you so so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure and we are very excited for your next BYOB night. Bring your own baby or two. Or bagel. Or <laughs> bottle. Bottle. Yeah, I feel like it's, oh, how weird is it? Petty Little Booze Sound wants a bottle. <laughs> so that was fantastic. Thank you for joining us and Thank we you. can't wait to hear more about what's going on. Um, you know, oh, you have another event coming up in... Oh, yeah, October 7th, Red Hot Funny. This time you don't bring anything but yourself. It's a nighttime Monday night for moms who want to just sit back and enjoy a really raw, honest comedy show. For Fantastic. All-female lineup, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And people can follow you on Instagram at momcomnyc. I just want to say that. That was it. Thank you. Thank you, um, Sharon and Lindsay, for having me. I had such a blast. What a fun podcast. I I should have been listening a long time ago. I'm going to stop listening. (laughs) We forgive you. We forgive you. We forgive you, but our last, well, we have some good episodes up there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm subscribing right now. Right, right after I look up um, Google Pillow Biter. Yeah, Pillow Biter. I know. If you guys find another word, let me know for it. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Neurotic Nourishment to hear about upcoming guests and new episodes. We love hearing from you, so don't hesitate to slide into our DMs and let us know what you really think. 